what up, what up? Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Nah, I'm playing. <laughs> Welcome to that ninth episode of the Analyst. You can board dubs in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought I'd try something new. Thought I'd incorporate some music into my intro. Feel me? Check me out on TikTok at Dubs and Dub 24 on Snapchat uh, Young Dubs 26. This beat is courtesy of my boy DJ Prodigy, aka SMD. It's a track called Sports Center. It's on Audio Mac. Check it out. Um, it's off his album from 2019 called Kill Your Idols. Yeah. This junk is fire. Yeah, man. Got some big things going on in the world of sports. Yeah, some uh, key upsets um, with college sports that were going on. We had like a very crucial injury to a guy. Uh, they got kind of, he got hit dirty by the other team. I don't know if that was planned or that was a send a message, but yeah, it was pretty crazy. But um, let's get into talking about the big headlines, the big, big one. So, Colorado last night. Pulled it out. They pulled it out in double OT. Wow. What a game last night. What a game. They played Colorado State. And I will tell you this. Colorado State played their ass off. I will give them that. They did play very well. Um, Braden Fowler. I don't know how to say his last name. He had a pretty good game. He went 34, 47, 367 yards, 7.8 yards in average, three TDs, three picks, but yet a QBR of 77. Um, Colorado State, that's a tough team. I underestimated them. Like uh, the stat line had them to lose by a negative 20. Nah, Colorado State could have won that game last night. I would say... They had control of that game from start to finish. It will start to about late in the fourth quarter. Um, that's a that's a very tough team right there. Colorado State, it was bringing the fight. Um, aside from the dirty hit that um, I'm going to say his name. I'm not well, they don't have his number up here. But uh, the one safety on Colorado State put that dirty hit on Travis Hunter um that team got it they was they was running the ball pretty well with two guys did Kobe Johnson at 15 carries for 54 yards 
3.6 yards per rush. And then Avery Morrow had 19 carries for 51 yards. As a team, they ran it 39 times for 102 yards. Oh, they was, uh, it was playing tough. I ain't going to lie to you. They was playing very tough. And um, I will say their three-headed monster receiver, them crossing routes, they could not be stopped. Like, I ain't never seen a team do so many crossing patterns and try to change up just certain looks. Like, I think Colorado was playing too much of playing to the sticks and playing with – they had two safeties back there where sometimes um, Shiloh Sanders would come down and play on a corner or receiver. But um, they kind of was leaving that middle wide open. Because Torrey Horton had 16 receptions for 133 yards, 8.3 yards a catch, 1 TD. Lewis Brown had 10 receptions for 131 yards, 13.1 yard in the catch, 1 touchdown. And they're tight in. That man. That one catch he made in the fourth quarter uh, with the defender draped all over his back. I hope he has a great rest of the season and he gets drafted high because that's a tight end right there. That's a guy you got to really pay attention to because um, he has six receptions for 109 yards, 8.2 yards to catch, two TDs, 35 yards was his longest. And I think that was on when he caught that crossing pass and the defender was on his back and he was just gone. Yeah, I give I give props when props is due. Uh, even though I felt like much of the game was very chippy, um, it could have been a little bit cleaner. Um, Colorado had a, a ton of penalties, a ton. Um, I ain't never seen a game get dictated where penalties were such a factor, and uh, I'm gonna tell you this. Colorado got some heart, but they got a lot of stuff they got to clean up on that defense, that offensive line. They got to work on some things. Um, I will say Shadura Sanders, you want to talk about a guy that stayed poised and calm all game, didn't seem flustered, and he just felt like when it's clutch time, since I ain't got my go-to, he's out. I'm going to step up. Sadura Sanders had 38 carries for 47. 38 of 47. 348 yards. 7.4 yards a pass. Four touchdowns. He had that one bad pick. Um, and he had a QBR of 63.6. Um, he had some passes in the first three quarters where he was suspect. He was trying to throw it in the traffic. Um, he should have kind of maybe just checked it down like he was starting to do in the fourth quarter because that Colorado State defense was really, they was on them receivers. They was making it hell for them to get open. Um, but he pulled it out late in that fourth quarter and into double OT. He showed some resiliency. Now, 
they got a big one next week playing Oregon, and Oregon ain't going to give them certain looks. Oregon ain't going to let them just run no huddle, and they're going to be doing certain things. Oregon's going to attack. They'll put up numbers. Colorado, that defense, them corners, and them linebackers, they got to be way better. They have to be. They have to be. Um, but they got to fix what uh, they couldn't do the last three games. They have to incorporate running the ball. It looks a little uneven. It looks like it's more passing than running. Because if you throw it 47 times, but you only run it as a team 25 times, that means your offensive line is not that good. It's not creating blocks. Because um, as a team running, they only had 25 carries for 70 yards, 2.8 yards of rush. That's unacceptable. They have to do better. They have to. Um, he had a lot of guys he was trying to throw it to last night. He was throwing it to a lot of receivers. Way more than Colorado State. They only threw it to four guys the whole game, which was wild. Colorado State had 35 receptions, 397 yards, 11.3 yards to catch, four TDs. Colorado had 38 receptions as a whole, as a team for receiving, 340 yards, 9.2. Sorry about that. <laughs> slight pause, slight pause. But um, yeah, Colorado had 38 receptions for 348 yards, 9.2 yards to catch. They had four touchdowns, but yeah, Shadur he had to really look for receivers. He had to really dig deep and find somebody. His best receiver um was Xavier Weaver. He had nine receptions for 98 yards, 10.9 yards, a catch, one TD. Jimmy Horn Jr. had a clutch catch uh, towards the end of the fourth. I think it was like 20-some seconds left. He had seven receptions for 66 yards, 9.4 yards, a catch, one TD. Um, they played very well. He played very well. Um... They had a tackling machine out there. Juwan Mitchell had 15 total tackles, 13 solo, one tackle for a loss. I will highlight the one guy that I kept hearing about um, on Colorado State, Mohamed Kamara. <laughs> you're, a, you're a game changer. you one of those guys when they say lock in, disrupt that offense. Man, he was getting in the backfield like it was nothing. He was creating issues. Um, he had five tap total tackles, four solo, but he had two sacks in the game. Um, and uh, that was he was he was definitely a game changer. He had some instances where he had to come out of the game. He was hurt, but yeah, he played very well. I will give that up to him. He played very well. Shiloh, I see with that one interception for 80 yards, a touchdown. 
That was a clean, clean pick. That was the type of picks I like seeing when I get on Madden and playing online. He he saw that receiver sitting on that route, um, and he jumped it so quick. That man was gone. Um, that was very impressive. Very impressive. That's that's reminiscent of how Dion his pops used to play. I like that, but. I dedicated a lot of the first <laughs> bit of my show to that game. Let's talk about some other big games. Georgia pulled it out in that second half as they beat South Carolina 24-14. to um, Seemed like in the first half, South Carolina was playing with a bit of an edge. It was, it was coming at them. They were just like, yeah, we're going to get this upset. But in that second half, yeah, come on, Spencer Rattler. Come on, man. I keep talking about you last couple shows, saying you've been out here balling. You can't be doing what you're doing, man, in the second half. That's a red flag for these scouts. Because I heard a lot of scouts came out to see him in this game. He went 22-42 for 256 yards, six point. One yard a pass, one TD, two picks, uh, 72.1 QBR. Got outplayed by Carson Beck, who went 27 of 35, 269 yards, 7.7 yards a, a pass. It was more so the Georgia rushing game was bringing them back. It was sparking them. They had 44 carries as a team, 189 yards, 4.3 yards a rush, three TDs. Um, yeah, I expect better South Carolina. Come on now, you're 1-2, 0-1 in the conference. If you got the lead on them, don't start folding. Come on. Um, you got Michigan beating Bowling Green 31-6. You got Florida State just barely pulling it out versus Boston College 31-29. Texas finally woke up in that fourth quarter as they beat Wyoming 31-10. Ohio State, they was out there just cruising, cruising against Western Kentucky as they beat them 63-10. Penn State beat Illinois 30-13. Washington beat Michigan State. They punished them. Michael Penix Jr. had a 473 yards, passing four TDs as Washington beat Michigan State in their stadium, which I don't see that happening too much. That's crazy. 41 to 7. God, that first half, they was tearing them up. It was 35 nothing in the first half. Good God. Notre Dame beat Central Michigan 41 to 17. Alabama, <sighs> they they did enough as they beat South Florida seventeen to three. They might have to switch quarterbacks again, cause that is not how Alabama plays. Wow, Florida with the big upset as they beat Tennessee twenty nine to sixteen. Utah beat. Weber State, 31-7. Oregon was out there, you know. It was doing anything again. 
seems like they averaging like over 40 a game. That's just insane. And then they got to play Colorado next in their stadium. Yikes. They beat Hawaii 55-10. to Bo Nix had 247 yards passing. Three touchdowns. 55-10. Good God. That man, Jaden Daniels, I was watching that game after I had my show. He played lights out. Michigan State. Y'all might need to work with your quarterback. I seen a lot of passes going to dirt yesterday. As LSU put a hurting on Mississippi State 41-14. Missouri got the upset as they beat number 15 Kansas State 30-27. Oregon beat San Diego State 26-9. Ole Miss punched, punched, punched um, Georgia Tech 48-23. Oklahoma, they had a... They had themselves a magnificent game out there on the road as they beat Tulsa 66-17. Drake May and the UNC Tar Heels beat Minnesota 31-13. Drake May had 414 yards passing. Two touchdowns, but he did give up the ball twice. Come on, Drake. You don't need no turnovers, man. Uh, Duke beat Northwestern 38-14 at home. Washington State at home held it down and ran all over Northern Colorado, 64-21. Cam Ward had 327 yards passing, four TDs. UCLA beat North Carolina Central, 59-7. And Iowa beat Western Michigan, 41-10. Oh, low. Hmm. Okay, I wonder if the rankings have updated. Let's see. They probably won't show that till like Monday. But yeah, those are some good games in college. Some teams gotta clean some things up. Like uh Georgia, um, Florida State, but Boston College game will fight. Texas gotta clean some things up. Um Tennessee, I hope they have a good rebound. I actually like their quarterback on their team. He's uh he's pretty nice. Um But let's jump into some NFL news. And hey man, A Rod, I've been talking about you too much this week, brother. Even though you used to be my favorite quarterback for the Packers. On the Jets and y'all for the season. But it's but being reported Adam Schefter, let's see what's this, 17? This morning said, Aaron Rodgers could return this season, but he has not and will not put a specific timeline on his return. Rams running back Cam Akers towards Achilles and came back faster than virtually any professional athlete just under five months. Rodgers towards Achilles September 11th, exactly five months before this season Super Bowl in Las Vegas. So, they're thinking he might be back for the playoffs. As I said, they have to get there first, and it's going to be a tough, tough hill to climb for Zach Wilson and that team as a whole to really get there. Do I see it happening? I don't know. I don't predict the future. I'm just a 
I'm just a representative for the Miami Dolphins, the best team in the league. Um, it's going to be tough to get out of their own division. It's going to be tough getting out of that conference because I could probably go through a ton of teams uh, just from uh, this off the top of my head, and I can just be like, I don't know if they can get in past them. Um, let's see. Let me see. I went through the AFC, and I say who we're getting. I I'm gonna go through East Division and the AFC. I'm gonna do it for the NFC also, and I'll tell you who's gonna make it out, who will make the playoffs. Cause I think it's only seven teams they get in. So the Bills and Dolphins are gonna get in. That's clear, clear. Unless something happens to the Bills or. Something happens to Tua. I see those will be the only two teams out of the AFC that gets in. The Jets going to be very close, but it just depends on how everybody else falls. Um, I see the Ravens and Bengals getting in. I can't believe that that the Ravens will miss the playoffs. It's Lamar Jackson. He got his money now, and he ain't going to miss no games. He just got to change some things up on offense. Get that three five receiver set that I keep wishing for, cause uh, I do root for Lamar. That's my favorite player in the league. That's my guy. Uh, and the Cincinnati Bengals, their week one loss don't mean nothing. Those two teams fight it out today. Cincinnati is going to rebound. Very very nice. It's Joe Shiesty. Uh, AFC South. I only see the Jaguars coming out of that unless the Titans. Can pull it together and, and figure some things out. I really see the Jags as being the class of that division. Trevor Lawrence and Calvin really. Woo! Travis Etienne. Christian Kirk. That's a dangerous, dangerous team. Woo! Then they play the Chiefs today at home. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to get to that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, the Chiefs might be in for a surprise today. In the AFC West, I can see the Chiefs getting in. That's a given. It's Patrick, LaVon, Mahomes. And the only other team I can see getting in is maybe the Chargers. But they do the Chargers stuff. They look nice on paper. They look real good. You got the strong quarterback, strong arm quarterback. You got the tall, tall quarterback. You know, he can deliver the football down the field he's throwing bombs left and right he got the receivers he got the running back he should see a better production out of his bookends he got a nice secondary this team should be playoff bound easy but they run into these teams that they cannot fight and beat and they lose they play the titans today on the road and Titans ain't going to show them certain things that the Dolphins did. Dolphins gave them too much and rushing. That's not going to happen. So they have to make a statement today. So let's see. That was two, four, five. So seven teams. If I see another team get in, right now, question mark will be the Chargers. And who could replace them? I only see two teams. It'll either be the Jets, Steelers, 
And I'm going to say one more team. I'm going to say the Browns. Sean Watson can, and he can play in this league. He is a, he used to be a top, I would say a top five quarterback before a scandal happened. He is going to be nice. He is going to do work. So I don't want people sleeping on the Browns. I want them to forget that whole allegation and just remember he's still a football player. He still has to play out there. So if the Chargers don't get in, watch for those three teams, the New York Jets, the Cleveland Browns. This works deals. Let's go to the NFC side. I see the Cowboys and Eagles coming out of that division. I see the Cowboys being the best team in that, best defense in that division because uh, they got two lockdown corners. You got two beasts at defensive end. They got great safeties. They got nice front seven. That's going to be a team to watch out for. Um, let's see. The NFC North, I can only see the Lions coming out of that division. But it could change up. If the, I'm going to need Jared Goff to really rule this team in and get them in the playoffs. I need them to win. Because it could be the Vikings. But it could be a surprise team, as I'll mention, after I go through to this comp, East Conference or division. Uh, in the NRC South, I would say I'm gonna go with the safe pick. I'm gonna say the Bucks get in from that division. Saints could get in, but I don't know. There's a lot of things I gotta still see. Alvin Kamara's spending a couple games. I'm gonna need to see Derek Carr to get it to Chris Olave and Michael Thomas more. I'm gonna need them to put up numbers, put up points. Last week, they just skated. They barely won that game. I don't need to see 16, 15. I need to see them put up almost 30 a game. Come on, man. Bucks, the reason why I got them to get in is only because Baker Mayfield has no excuses. You got two receivers. You got a decent running game. You have a defense that's still there. Uh, yeah, you got some guys that's beat up on the O-line, but he has no excuses. He has to show up. If he don't get them to the playoffs, I'm sorry to say it. Nobody likes to be a Debbie Downer. He will not be in the league next year. That's just my opinion. Um, NLC West. I can see two teams coming out. I see the Niners and Seahawks. But the Seahawks got to clean up that defense. I'm not going to lie to you. And their offensive line. I'm going to need Geno Smith to really step it up. Last week, you can't be getting scared because Aaron Donald running at you. Um, I'm going to need him with uh, Jackson and Jibba Smith, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. I'm needing him to get them the ball. Come on, man. Like, seriously, get them the ball. We got Kenneth Walker, the third. That man can ball, man. Seahawks should play better offensively. Defense, I don't know. Uh, they going to have to show me some things, honestly. Uh, the 49ers, clear cut. Probably the best defense in the whole NFC. Aside from the Cowboys and the Packers defense, um, Purdy, I don't see him slipping up. He's probably going to average about two points, something 
touchdowns again. They're going to run the ball heavy. They're going to get it to Brandon Ayuk. He's going to get his money. Debo's going to be a mismatch. Um, yeah, I don't see them mess it up. So, let's see. I went through. That's what? Two, three, said five. That's seven. Yeah. I don't see really anything changing. The only thing I can see could be a... Uh, change will be like if the Lions slip up or have injuries and they don't make the playoffs, I can see the Vikings getting in because their defense has improved. I, I was watching that game Thursday night against the Eagles. They did play better than expected uh, with Brian Flores coaching up that defense. Um, and you got Justin Jefferson, a mismatch all together. And but that's really only it. Vikings getting in, and the Seahawks don't get in. That's the only thing I see changing. But um, let's see. Let's go do these games and talk about who I see being X factors in certain games, and then I'll go through make my game picks. Um. I mean, who uh, who will win t- today, tonight, and tomorrow? Because uh, tonight, the Sunday night game on NBC will be the Miami Dolphins versus the New England Patriots in New England. Dolphins been five and zero, or yeah, I think five or six and zero against the Patriots since Tom Brady's left. So I see them continuing it on, but we'll see. We'll see. And in the Monday night game, got a doubleheader. You got the New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers. And then you got the Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's Those should be some good games. Well, I'm going to go do the X-Factors in each of the games. See who wins. So, we'll go to the 1 o'clock games because I think they're only showing. It's only one. I guess they ain't got too many 4 o'clock games. I guess the big one is, the, I guess, will be on TV. So, let's go do the 1 o'clock games. We got the Packers and Falcons. Will Jordan Love continue with his, his success? Thanks, Stutter. Um. Uh, when he beat the Bears last week, will he do the same to that Falcons defense? They're pretty tough. Uh, it depends. A.J. Terrell is pretty good. I think they got... I forgot who they got. So they got it at corner. I can't remember his name. But uh, that's going to be a tough one. Will Dennis Ritter play pretty good? Will the running game help them? Is Aaron Jones playing... I got to check on that. Uh, I would say X-Factor for the Packers. I would say their defense as a whole, if they can really turn it up, shut down that Falcons running game, and make Dennis have to throw it to Drake London and find and Kyle Pence and find somebody open, then I can see the Packers having themselves a field day because they got corners, front seven, safety. That whole defense is nasty. I mentioned it 
last week that the Packers, Niners, and, uh, well, the teams that had to be carried by the defense, the Packers, Jets, Steelers, this this is where you see that happening because they did it last week to Justin Fields and he struggled. I can see him doing it again. Um, let's see. We got Raiders and Bills. Ah, I'm going to need Josh Allen to play a little bit better. Now, he does have to deal with Max Crosby um, coming off the end and trying to get them sacks. I need Josh Allen to really just step it up. But I will say their running game with James Cook and Damian Harris needs to be a focal point. They need to be attacking that line. Run it at Max Crosby. Make him, make them have to adjust and change and move him around. But, uh, yeah, I, I can see that happening. Bengals and Ravens, that's... To me, I feel like that's probably the game of the week. That's going to be that dog fight. Uh, it's a punch, back and forth, boxing match. <laughs> Two division robbers. I can see. I can see Mark Andrews being, their ex, being the X factor in this game. Uh, Lamar was missing that heavy last week in the passing game. One sloppy against the Texans. Uh, I think if the Ravens win this, it's going to be him getting the ball a lot. Maybe like seven, eight receptions. Getting a touchdown. Just to help out. Because I know their running game is going to be a little suspect. Uh, with Gus Edwards and uh, Justice Hill. But this is in Cincinnati. Joe Shiesty. He loves playing the Ravens for some reason. He, he puts up numbers. So, who knows? Uh, but I see Mark Andrews being an X-Factor. Seattle Seahawks and the Detroit Lions. I see uh, Jameer Gibbs getting more touches. I think, I think that coaching staff was hearing them that noise that Jameer only touched it. I think it was like nine times. might have been a little less than that. And they're just like, yo, he was actually pretty good when he got the ball um, in those few touches. Why not just give it to him more? Because David Montgomery carried the game and running with 21 carries, 74 yards, and a touchdown. Why not just uh, just give it to Jameer Gibbs just a little bit more? And he should help out the passing game, throwing it to him short. Um, the Seahawks defense. Just a little shaky. Uh, but I see Jameer Gibbs having a big game. We got the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Tennessee Titans. Hmm. I see Joshua Kelly uh, stepping up in the absence of Austin Eckler if he doesn't play today. He's going to get some run catching the ball, especially short. Uh, if the Titans try to play zone and make Justin Herbert uh, really hold on to the ball. So I see Joshua Kelly having a pretty decent game. He probably won't have not a big game running like he did last week, but catching the ball, he'll help. Uh, Chicago Bears, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
I would say Baker Mayfield has to be he has to do it do the same thing he did last week. Don't turn the ball over. Play play to where you're gonna find your open targets. Find them. Find Mike Evans. Find Chris Marquis. Yeah, Chris Godwin. There's no need to be holding the ball. There's no need to be taking unnecessary sacks. Um he should have a clean game. This bear defense is uh, terrible. I'll just say it like that. They're pretty terrible. <laughs> uh, so he should have a pretty decent game. As long as he don't mess it up. We got the Chiefs and the Jaguars. Now, I would say this would have been like game of the week for AFC. And only issue is, all right, you got Travis Kelsey back. That's cool. But uh, who's stopping Calvin really on the other side? But Darius Sneed, feel like uh, you're putting a lot on his shoulders because Trevor's going to find him. Calvin really had eight receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown last week. Ah. Yeah, they get Chris Jones back. That does help them. I feel like the Chiefs are going to be struggling. And I see the X factor in this game. Jared McKinnon has to help that passing game out. He's going to have to catch some uh, wheel routes and uh, get out there and help Patrick. Because that Jags defense, they're going to be trying to attack Patrick. They're going to dare him to try to find receivers. They're going to probably press up on them receivers and dare them to get off the line. Travis is going to be fine. He's going to get his numbers. But I see Jared McKinnon being an X-Factor. Colts and Texans. I want to see C.J. Stroud control himself better. He, he had a lot of sequences where he was throwing the ball way too high, throwing it where no one could really catch it. Yeah, he had 242 yards passing, but he was fighting that game. So I need him to play better. Um, got the Giants versus Cardinals on the road. Daniel Jones. No offense, I say you robbed the Giants blind for that 40 mil for four years. I'm going to need better. You playing the Cardinals. Not that good. They got rid of um, Simmons in a trade before the season started. I'm going to need you to get it together. Find Darren Waller. Find uh, your receivers. Like you, this you you should rebound from this game. Y'all should score. You know, yeah. I'm gonna need them to make a change at that quarterback spot uh, in the draft or something. But Daniel Jones, I just need to see better. The, I'm gonna say the game of the week for the NFC: Jets and Cowboys. I'm gonna say this is gonna be a straight. Defensive dog fight. I'm gonna say the first to score 
13. Whoever scored 13, that's who wins. And I feel like... I don't know. Like, they got the Cowboys uh, as the favorites at 8.5. I don't see it being an 8.5 favorite. I really don't. Maybe a half or something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say, Zach Wilson, don't turn the ball over. Please don't turn. I'm going to need you to really... Be like, all right, I'm the starting quarterback again. After the coach, I have to be the guy the whole season. I'm going to get us this win. He has to play a clean game. Has to. It's going to be tough with Stephon Gilmore and Trayvon Diggs watching Garrett Wilson and watching the Jets receivers, but he's got to play a clean game. He has to. Same for Dak, but... I think they'll try to run, throw screens. I don't think they're going to try to test no Gardner and Reed and try to throw it at them. Nah. Nah. It's on Zach today. It's on Zach. So, uh, Washington Commanders and Denver Broncos. Sam Howell. Let's see if you can repeat that same performance you had last week against the Cardinals. See if you can do that same thing and beat the Broncos on the road. This is a big test for you. Um, I think he'll play fine. I think he'll play pretty decent. He got he got some receivers. He got to run a game. He can kind of lean on more. So we'll see what he can do. He got to, like I said, he got to, just like Zach Wilson, he got to play clean. He has to. Uh, 49ers and Rams. I would probably say, Nick Bosa, you got to be disruptive. Don't let Matt Stafford sit in that pocket. He's shown with him throwing 334 yards last week that he really didn't need a number one receiver, um, that he can still find guys. But you got to be disruptive, Nick. You got to get that man. Have to get out. Have to. In order for that 49ers team to have a great day. So, we'll see how that goes. Then, the Monday night games. Saints and Panthers. Derek Carr. You know what the deal is. I'm going to need you to find Chris Olave. He did have a great game last week. Eight receptions, 112 yards. I'm going to need you to put up points, though. I'm going to need you to really put up points. 7-15 game. Yeah, this is a division game. Play better, man. I'm going to need you to at least put up 24, you know. And then the Browns and Steelers. George Pickens. I ain't going to put it on Kenny Pickett. I ain't going to put it on him. He did have two picks last week. George Pickens dominate at the line of scrimmage. Get open. Help your receiver out or quarterback out. You do that, Steelers gonna win this game without no issue. No issue. 
Well, let's get to these game picks. Yeah. Let's go to each game and let's see who can win. 49ers and Rams. I got the 49ers winning. Dolphins and Patriots, the late game. You know who I'm picking. Them Dolphins. Two is going off. I ain't even talking about X Factor in the game. I'm going to need Tua to do what he's been doing. Keep carrying him. Now, he don't put up big numbers against the Patriots, but he does enough where they win. So, if he plays the way he plays, Dolphins will go 2-0. Um, so, I got them beating the Patriots. I got I got the Falcons to beat the Packers because if Aaron Jones doesn't play, takes away from that running game. So, I think... The Falcons running game is going to do just a little bit better. They'll probably throw some screens, throwing Cordell Patterson. So, I see them winning. I got the Bills to beat the Raiders. It's going to be one of those, I would say, Josh Allen has a clean game. But the Raiders are going to, they're going to fight. They are. They're going to, they're going to get Bills in for good fight, but I think the Bills pull it out. Ravens and Bengals. I'm gonna say Bengals beat them only because I'm not sure about that passing game for the Ravens. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know about the passing game for the Bengals. Last week they played when the weather was terrible. They couldn't get traction. They couldn't get off the line. Um, facing the Browns, so that was going to happen, but today it's clear they're going to get their feet in the ground. Joe Furrow, Burrow's going to have a great game, so the Bengals will win. Seahawks and Lions, I got the Lions to win. Jared Goff going to have another good game. Titans and Chargers, I got the Chargers to win. Titans, I'm not sure. D-Hop, he can get numbers, and Derrick Henry, he can dominate, but I feel like they're going to try to make Tannehill choose. Y'all going to run it more, y'all going to throw it. And I think they're going to make them probably run it a little bit more. So, Chargers will take that game. Uh, I got the Bucks to beat the Bears. Uh, like I said, Baker Mayfield... Do what he's supposed to play a clean game and not turn it over. You got weapons. That defense is going to really be on Justin Fields. Hopefully, Justin can find him over the receivers because they were saying he missed a, a bunch, but he should be all right. Uh, or he's going to have trouble in this game against the Bucks. So, well, I got the Bucks winning. I got the Jaguars beating beating up the Chiefs. Like I mean, like punishing them. Uh, this is going to be ugly. I think the Jaguars going to probably put up 30. Chiefs going to put up 17. Nice. I feel like the Jags are trying to make a statement. Last year was pretty clear, but I think this year they're going to they're going to do something. So if they win this game, it's, gonna, it's a statement, you know, so I got Texans to beat the Colts. If Anthony Richardson doesn't play today, yeah, it's going to be Garner Minshew, but C.J. Stroud should have a pretty decent game, pretty clean game. Um, he might throw for 
maybe 220 in the game. Uh, Damian Pierce will have a pretty good game running. That defense will hold up. I think they pull it out late. Giants and Cardinals. I got the Giants to win because that Cardinals offense is not that great. The Giants should score. If they don't, I mean, Daniel Jones will have to have some words. Uh, but they should win. Jets and Cowboys. That's a coin toss. That's a coin toss. Um, that's uh, I wouldn't give. A, I wouldn't care who won because I don't like the Cowboys. I definitely don't like the Jets. Um, but if I had to go with the lesser of the evil, eagle, evil, I'm gonna say Cowboys win. Thirteen to six. Uh, I got the Broncos to beat the Commanders. Even though I said Sam House should have a pretty decent game, I feel like Russell Wilson, he'll get it going today. He ain't going to really slip up, so they should win. Uh, the Monday night game, Saints and Panthers. I got... I'm going to say the Panthers win at home because the stadium... It's going to really be behind Bryce Young and help that young quarterback out. That defense will show up. Uh, so I see them playing pretty good and getting this big W uh, Monday night game at home. And Steelers and Browns. I still feel like the Browns, they got some things they got to clean up passing-wise. Running is going to be okay, but I don't know about it. And against this Steelers defense, I think they pissed off from the way they lost to the 49ers, 30-7. to So, I'm going to say Steelers win, but it's going to be like late field goal and they win the game. So, I got the Steelers to win that. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, pretty interesting to see. See how things unfold and everything and stuff. But should be a good Sunday. Um, yeah, man. I like to thank everyone that's been checking out the podcast and watching. Uh, check me out on all my social media networks from TikTok, Dubs in the Building 24, Snapchat, Young Dubs 26, my Facebook like page, Dubs in the Building. Um, follow the podcast. You can subscribe. It's only $2.99. Um, I'm beyond tomorrow talk about the Monday night games and talk about the games from today um, see what the results are hopefully my Dolphins get the win um, I got high hopes uh, yeah man check me out it's a longer episode y'all give it a listen listen when you have the gym or on your way to the uh, on, on your way to work and stuff I appreciate y'all, and y'all have yourself a good rest of the day. Thank you.